Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning. If you're Dorcas, it's 9.40. And if you're Victoria Purple, well, then it's 8.40 in the morning. <laughs> Adjust for your time zone. For those of you that may not know who I am, I am Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, and I'm welcoming you on this wonderful January 7th, 2021. If you ever miss these calls and want to pick them up, you can go back and listen to them on the app that's called SoundCloud. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and the calls um, should come up, and they're actually right now archived by year, and it's going back at least seven years. The other way that you can potentially get it is looking for podcasts and look for Frank Wilmoth wherever you get your podcasts and TR90. And again, those calls should pop up for you. So there's two ways now that you can reach those archives. So this is the TR90 support call. So that TR90 program is one really good clean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day. Getting 30 grams of protein at least three meals, very important. Taking your supplements 20 minutes before your meal if you're at all able to. That's when it works the best. But if you take it with your meal, it will still work. Just It's just not as quite as sufficient as um, it was designed to be. Making sure to get seven to eight hours of rest daily. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise five days a week. Drinking plenty of water, which will make sure that your system keeps hydrated. And the current thinking is one ounce of water for every two pounds that you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, the minimum you should be drinking is 50 ounces of water. Because that really is important you will need to adjust if you, um, let's see what I was going to say. You'll need to adjust that if, perchance, you um, are exercising heavily or you're in a really humid area. So with that being said, those are a couple things that you might want to keep in mind in regards to that. Also making sure to get seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables, and depending on the fruits and vegetables, depends on um, how much quantity that you'll need to eat. Um, if you're talking raw, usually it's a half cup to a cup, depending on, again, depending on the vegetable or the fruit, as the case may be. And juice does count as one of your fruits and vegetables, but it's a really high calorie way to get that. So with that being said, I'm always looking to find information to share with you that will help supplement our TN90 program. And I have been sharing some information out of a book called It's Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And even though it was published a goodly number of years ago, there's still a lot of really 
good, solid information and science in this book um, that would recommend some of the things that are in it. And last week I started sharing with you about apples and why apples are really important. So apples can help you lose weight. The soluble fruit fiber has been shown to be inversely associated with long-term weight gain. And in one study, the daily consumption of either three apples or three pears was associated with weight loss in overweight women. Apples have proven themselves to be potent cancer fighters. In the Nurses Health Study and the Health Professionals Follow-Up Study, fruit and vegetable intake was associated with a 21% reduced risk of lung cancer in women and subjects who consumed at least one serving per day of apples and pears had a reduced risk of lung cancer. Apples were one of the individual fruits associated with a decreased risk. There was also a study in Hawaii that found that apple and onion intake was associated with a reduced risk of lung cancer in men and women. There was a 40 to 50% decreased risk of lung cancer in the participants with the highest intake of apples and onions compared to those who consumed the lowest amount of those two particular foods. In addition to all the ways that apples help to boost heart health, they're beneficial in lung function. Apple consumption has been inversely linked with asthma and has also been positively associated with the general pulmonary health. For example, an Australian study found apple and pear intake to be in associated with a decreased risk of asthma. And a UK study found that an apple intake as well as selenium intake was associated with less asthma in adults. In the latter study, the clearest effect was in those consuming at least two apples per week. And in a study of more than 13,000 adults in the Netherlands, it was found that apple and pear intake was positively associated with pulmonary function and negatively associated with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. So that's COPD for those of you that uh, have been hearing the acronyms on the TV discussing various different diseases and um, medications that might help with that. Yet another study showed that those who consumed five or more apples in a week had a significantly greater forced expiratory volume, that means the measure of pulmonary function, compared with those who did not consume apples. Not only may apples help decrease the risk of heart disease, cancer, and asthma, but apple consumption may also be associated with a lower risk for diabetes. In a study of 10,000 Finnish, that is Finnish for the country Finland people, a reduced risk of type 2 diabetes was associated with apple consumption and a higher intake of quercetin, and that's spelled Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N, it's polyphenol, and a ma major component of apple peels was also associated with the decreased risk of type 2 diabetes. 
While they are at their freshest obtained from local sources in the autumn, apples are readily available all year long. When shopping for apples, look for ones that are firm and unblemished. Choose different kinds of apples depending on how you plan to use them. Sweet apples like red or golden delicious are great eaten out of hand, but are slightly but so are the slightly tartar Fuji and Brayburn apples. Granny Smith and Pippins are good choices for cooking, as they are tart and they retain their texture. Apples should be kept cold after purchase. The key to getting the best from apples is to eat the whole fruit, peel and all, and to eat a variety of apples as each type offers different health-promoting benefits. Here are some ideas for getting more apples into your life. A great snack is a sliced apple smeared with peanut butter or soy butter. For a healthy dessert, wash and core an apple, put it in an oven-safe dish with a dash of honey, a sprinkle of walnuts, and a dusting of cinnamon, all of which are superfoods. Bake in a preheated 350-degree oven for about 30 minutes. You can either serve it warm or serve it cold. <clears throat> so that, again, that is coring an apple putting it in an oven-safe dish with a dash of honey, a sprinkle of walnuts, and a dusting of cinnamon. Bake it in a preheated oven for 30, uh, 350 degrees for about 30 minutes. You can either eat that warm or you can eat that cold. Dice an unpeeled, washed, cored apple mixed with raisins, cranberries, dried or fresh cranberries, and any, chi any chopped dried fruit. <clears throat> Bake until soft and use to top yogurt or oatmeal. Add thinly sliced apples or pears to a spinach salad and top with walnuts and thinly sliced red onions dressed with a raspberry vinaigrette. I've had that salad. It's really great. Homemade applesauce made with cored, unpeeled apples is always a favorite and served either as a dessert or as a side dish. Don't forget the cinnamon. The cinnamon really helps with that. It helps um, sweeten it naturally without adding additional sugar. Now here's the challenge worthy of any survivor type show. Pack five healthy, nutritious lunches that a third grader will actually eat. Hmm. Kids can be so finicky in their food taste and so sensitive to lunchroom food fashions that getting them to eat what you pack is a daunting task. Don't give up. If you're willing to experiment and are open to hearing the truth from your child, did you really eat those baby carrots? Then you can come up with some lunch ideas that are not only nutritious, but also popular with your child. Here are some suggestions and tips for packing a lunch that's both healthy and delicious. The first thing parents need to forget, often forget when packing a lunch, is the preferences of their child. Many of us pack a lunch for a fantasy child who will eat the foods we believe are nourishing. Many of us don't know that this lunch lands in the garbage can in the school cafeteria. So the first rule in successful lunch packing 
is to keep your child's taste in mind. This goes for us, too, as we're getting ready to travel out and about and we want to pack a lunch for ourselves. If she never eats a turkey sandwich at home, there's not much chance she's going to eat one at school. This may mean bending the rules a bit. If you know that they'll be happier eating cereal for lunch, give it to them. If they'd rather have some fresh carrot sticks and onion dip with perhaps a slice of whole grain or whole wheat bread smeared with honey, that's fine too. Two important categories to keep in mind when preparing school lunches or any lunches are protein and complex carbohydrates. Children's growing bodies need high-protein foods during periods of growth and complex carbs to break down slowly for sustained energy. Make up a list of foods in both of these categories that your child likes. You can even create a lunchbox menu so that your child can pick which foods they'd like to eat like on which days. Often, the more involved the child feels in the process of selecting and preparing foods, the better chances that they'll actually eat them. Here are some ideas. Use whole wheat flour tortillas to make healthy wraps. Fill them with turkey, tuna, or lean ham. Add lettuce, some shredded loaf, some fretted low-fat cheese, some shredded carrot, and a light smear of mayo. And if you want to forego the mayo, um, you might try avocado, a little bit mashed up avocado smeared in there. Most kids love rice cakes. Pack peanut butter or another nut butter separately for the child to spread onto the cracker. There's nothing wrong with cold pizza if your kid likes it. Go light on the cheese, add sliced vegetables if your child will eat them. Kids love mini muffins. Find a recipe for healthy ones without much sugar, a carrot muffin or a raisin bran muffin, and bake them into small tins. Yogurt is a great lunchbox choice. Send along in a separate container of fresh, no sugar added canned fruit to be mixed in. Mix up a personal trail mix of your kid's favorite cereal, adding raisins, unsalted nuts, and other chopped dried fruits and mini pretzels. Send along the graham crackers spread with cream cheese and dotted with raisins. Baked tortilla chips in a small container and with a small container of bean dip or salsa make a great accompaniment to fresh fruit and perhaps string cheese. Use whole wheat pita pockets instead of bread for favorite sandwich fillings. Stuff with tuna and vegetables, hummus and shredded lettuce, or with other preferred fillings. Peanut butter and banana bread, peanut butter and banana bread, or even plain old peanut butter and jelly on a whole wheat make a fine lunch. Air pop popcorn is always welcome. Salt it lightly. Fruit, of course, makes a great dessert. Just don't send fruit that's too messy or difficult to peel or eat easily. Cut up fruit is an alternative to whole. Be sure that it's not a fruit that will discolor once exposed to air. And if it is one that will discolor, if you um, dip it into a little bit of lemon juice, that will actually help keep its color 
Look for healthy chips for snacks. Two good choices are salsa with mesquite kettle chips and Trader Joe's soy and flax seed tortilla chips. And with that, I think I've probably reached the end of my day. This is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon on January 7th, 2021, signing off. And I'm going to unmute us so we can say goodbye to each other. So there we have it. Thank you for the great reminders. (laughs) Well, you know, we need to hear things multiple times in in order to really sink it into our brain. So there it is. (laughs) And I think feeding children is definitely a, a... can be a tremendous task to get them to eat all the right things. So I think giving them choices like that is awesome. Well, and you know, if if they have some ownership in how what they're going to be eating, they're more likely to eat it, which is true. Because I remember packing lunches when I was in grade school, but then my mom had six lunches to get into lunch boxes and out the door and so it was peanut butter and jelly and it was you know whatever fruit we happen to have at hand not necessarily the best of lunches but you know I was known to trade some of my things for oranges during the winter time and I developed an allergy to them it was not fun <laughs> oh dear yeah when that rash broke out behind my knees and we couldn't figure out why and the doctor says what have you been doing? I mentioned that I'd been trading trading for oranges with my apples at lunchtime. He says, stop doing that. That's what's giving you this allergy. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And the importance of apples. Oh, my gosh. There is a reason for that old saying, an apple a day makes keeps the doctor away. Absolutely. And they have so many benefits, and each one has something a little bit different, and there's so many varieties to choose from that hopefully a person would never get bored. Yes. So there it is. Well, in about a minute, Facebook Live, one of our, on one team global, we'll have one of our wonderful leaders explaining to us how we could potentially build a business and if you're interested in that. And if not, that's great too. And we'll be back tomorrow. And who knows, maybe I'll be talking about pumpkins tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Although I like the apples. (laughs) Well, I think I kind of reached the end of the apple, so, you know, pumpkins is next on the list. So it'll it'll be good. It'll be good. Besides which, there might be a tip or trick on how to fix pumpkins quickly. So, (laughs) anyway, take care, one and all, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Susan, for a great call. You're welcome.